The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. I hope you're having a great day today. Uh, But before we get moving on here, I have to take a moment to extend my sympathies and my prayers to uh, our families and friends in Brussels with that horrible act of terror today. And, you know, I always say terror strikes all of us. But I believe that through um, our fiber that we are able to not let it take our freedom from us. Uh, But, you know, what a horrible thing in Brussels. And uh, I really extend my prayers to all the families and friends of that horrific act today. And, you know, I want to say this. I always say that when you have a disability, you have brothers and sisters throughout the world because, as you all know, I live with epilepsy, but a seizure is a seizure, no matter where you are in the world. And before we get going, I have to thank Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield and Covestro for being sponsors of the show, two great companies that I've worked with now for 22 years. So no surprise it would be them continuing their great work. Um, But I'm really excited about this show today. As a matter of fact, I just told some executives about this show today because I think it's so exciting um, what we're talking about uh, because it is so innovative and really revolutionary as far as I'm concerned. Uh, We are going to be talking to two superstars here. This is a great topic for discussion, a great new project. Our guest today, Mindy Shear, fashion designer of Runway of Dreams, and John Kemp, who I know all my listeners know and love, president and CEO of the Biscardi Center. Mindy and John, welcome to the show. Thank Thank you. Happy to be here. Well, you know, Mindy, why I said this is a great topic is even in Pittsburgh, and then I'm going to let you discuss what what we're referring to, but here in Pittsburgh, I'm involved with the Homeless Children's Education Fund. And one thing that the companies did is they all bought backpacks for these kids so that when they went to school, they would look like everyone else. Well... This reminds me of clothing for people with disabilities. If you are able to wear something fashionable like everyone else, it makes a big difference in your own feeling of confidence. And that's why I just think this is so awesome. So before we get going, Mindy, how about if you tell our listeners about your background first 
before runway of dreams and then what runway of dreams is. Absolutely. So again, my name is Mindy Shire, and I am a fashion designer by trade. Um, I've worked uh, with the likes of Bloomingdale's and Saks Fifth Avenue and uh, multiple other brands. And I'm also the very proud mom of three kids. Uh, My middle child, Oliver, was born with a very rare form of muscular dystrophy, which started me on my journey. So then you decided about Runway of Dreams. What is Runway of Dreams? So Runway of Dreams is a nonprofit organization that is working with the fashion industry to help them adapt their mainstream clothing lines to be wearable for the differently abled community. And, you know, where did it start? How large is it? What have you done with this so far? Well, actually, uh, the whole mission started uh, with a pair of jeans uh, that my 8-year-old at the time, son Oliver, asked me if he could wear to school with his friends the next day. And it was really the first time I was forced to make a decision as to whether I tell my 8-year-old son that he, he can't wear the same clothes as the other kids because he can't do the zipper and button on his own and they wouldn't fit over his leg braces. Or do I let him wear the jeans so he can walk into school with his head held high, feeling like the other kids? And it was a no-brainer for me because there was absolutely no way I was telling him that he couldn't do anything that the other kids couldn't do. And it was really at that moment that I had a, a bit of an epiphany that, wow, my gosh, if, if I'm struggling with this and, and Oliver is still ambulatory and, and you know, starting to have issues with dressing himself and whatnot. I cannot imagine what other disabilities um, go through with clothing challenges. And it was truly um, that day that I just started on my journey of understanding what was out there for adaptive clothing um, and quickly realized that there's a huge gap between the differently abled community and the fashion industry. And I made it my mission to make sure that we closed that gap and Runway of Dreams was formed. And so how long ago was that? When was it formed? In August of 2013. Okay. So when you started it, did you right away have fashion designers that would work with you? No, I actually took almost the first year to solely do research because I really needed to educate myself on um, if there was a way to find commonalities with clothing challenges between vastly different disabilities. Um, And so first I did a clothing survey that I vetted out on Facebook. And within a couple days, I received responses from all over the world. Really really reinstating what I had thought, but I was able to assess that there are overlaps in in what the challenges were. And I was able to really hone in on three main categories that were affected across the board. The first being the closures used, so button snaps, zippers, hook and eyes. The second being the adjustability of the clothing, so waistbands, pant lengths, sleeve lengths, 
And the third being having alternate ways to get in and out of the clothing. So, for example, putting a shirt or a sweatshirt over your head, if you have low muscle tone, if you have a limb difference, if you have a multitude of disabilities, is a very difficult challenge. So creating a different way to get into that garment was another uh, way that Runway Dreams is able to take these findings and you implement them into mainstream clothing, and that's what we did. Wow. Did you get a lot of other parents right away interested in this? Parents, caregivers, um, PTs, OTs. I mean, it was an unbelievable outpouring of just the, the reiteration of this incredible need for this to happen. I mean, it was just amazing to me, that, and from all over the world, which was also so, so incredible. Now, how large is your organization? Um, right now, it is myself and about 10 volunteers. Well, you know what? From something small started my company. So, oh, you know, I love I think, that. I just think that's really great. The main thing you have to new, do is get this news out because this is so exciting. Like that example you gave about your son really says it all right there. You know, the feeling of, Mom, can I dress like everyone else? Um, let me ask you this. What made you go, like when you first started, where did you go first? Which fashion designers? Well, uh, first I actually, thankfully, was introduced to the manufacturers of Tommy Hilfiger's Children's Wear Collection. Right from the, the inception of Runway Dreams, I knew that I wanted this to be a mainstream um, option for the differently abled community because I, I could have designed my own collection, but that would have been yet one more reason to be different. You know, Oliver just wanted to wear the same brands, the same look, the same everything as everybody else. So that's really why I, I started using any and all connection I had in the industry and thankfully was able to get the manufacturers on board to um, really help them understand that we're not recreating the wheel. We are just implementing modifications to make that wheel adjustable for the differently abled community. And once I, you know, educated them on how this can be done, then we collectively agreed that Tommy Hilfiger would be the best first brand to pioneer this mission with. Right. That is wonderful. Uh, well, listen, we're going to get ready to go to break here. And then we'll be back. But if you just joined us today, we are talking to Mindy Shire and John Kemp, Mindy, fashion designer and creator of Runway of Dreams, and John Kemp, president and CEO of the Scardi Center, and, hey, what can I say, international <laughs> disability rights leader. How great to have him with us, who we will be talking to as soon as we get back from break. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Streaming live. 
the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. At Highmark, we believe what makes us different makes us better. Our differences broaden our perspectives and foster diverse skills which complement each other, creating a stronger and more vibrant workforce. It's this belief that earned us recognition by the USBLN and the American Association of People with Disabilities as a 2014 Disability Equality Index Best Place to Work. So we'll continue to celebrate diverse individuals because inclusion benefits us all. To find out more, visit Highmark.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than three million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. If you just joined us, we're talking to Mindy Shire fashion designer and creator of Runway of Dreams, and John Kemp, president and CEO, and everybody knows him in the disability community, but he's at Viscardi Center, and it's so great to have him with us also. And you know what else I love about this show today? Oh, I love that we're talking about fashion. You know, something trendy. A new way of looking at people with disabilities. I love that. I always like that. But, Mindy, before I move on to John, obviously somehow you met him and got him involved. How did that happen? Well, I was incredibly fortunate um, to meet Richard Schatzberg, who um, has is incredibly accomplished in the, in the differently abled world um, and has really felt very personally connected to Runway of Dreams. And he graciously introduced me to John Kemp. And Joyce, you have to understand that as a fashion designer and and new to the world of disability, uh, with just first having a son, um, I I have been so fortunate to have mentors such as Richard and the amazing John Kemp that that helped me navigate through this in, in the most incredible way. And, you know, I'm learning as I go, but to have the, the best thing I ever did was surround myself by brilliant people like John Kemp. Well, you made a great choice. You went to the top of the top. <laughs> Speaking of top of the top, John, you're, you're with us, right? I am. I'm, I'm blushing, and it's uh, just 
very humbling, and I'm just so proud of what Mindy's doing and Joyce, what you are, what you continue to do to bring us all together and to to bring ideas to people's uh, heads so that they're thinking about what is important for people with disabilities, and certainly fashion is very important for people with disabilities. And, you know, if you don't know, John Kemp, who I've known for a long time, is really, truly known internationally. Um, I mean, if you're in the disability community you don't know who John Kemp is, then you're really out of touch because he is just, won many, many awards. I mean, I don't think I could count them all if I tried and just dedicated his life to quality of life of people with disabilities. And as a matter of fact, if I'm correct, you were originally uh, one of the founders of AAPD, right? Exactly, exactly. And you were great enough to, to chair the board. And believe me, uh, my, my co-founder, Paul Hearn, who passed away, in 1998, would be so proud of what you did, and Tony Quelo, who carried the torch as well. I think we're, we're very honored that you you have taken it and really uh, developed the organization into a, a, a marquee organization today. Well, just to my point, though, there's just another small example of the many things that John Kemp has done, um, and we're always excited to have him on the show. So there you go. I know Mindy met with you, but John, so many people meet with you. I mean, people always want to meet with John Kemp and get him to help them in some way. What made you decide that you wanted to get involved with Runway of Dreams? As as Mindy pointed out, uh, our mutual friend Richard Schatzberg brought us together, and Richard was involved with Mindy, and, and he and I have been friends since I was a lawyer at uh, Powers Piles in Washington, D.C., 10, 15 years ago. And Richard and I have stayed in touch, very close, very close touch. And anyway, he found himself uh, listening to Mindy and, and hearing all about all the great things that she's doing with Runway of Dreams. And he said, maybe, maybe you ought to meet John and see what goes on at the Viscardi Center because we ha- here ha- educate uh, kids who are very medically fragile who are very sick, who are able to attend school for seven hours a day. We have all the supports and services for kids who are from kindergarten through grade school, middle school, high school, and even up to age 21. And we have the, the nurses and the PTs, OT speech that allow these children who are unfortunately very sick to go to school. Well, we have the ready-made laboratory, so to speak, of young people with disabilities who are primarily wheelchair users, they're heavily dependent on technology, and they might have ventilators and be ventilator dependent, uh, maybe non, uh, non-speaking using augmentative communication devices. So they're all wearing clothes and they're all trying to fit into what's off the shelf and it doesn't fit very well if you're sitting in a chair. And I thought, um, you know, if, if Mindy sees this, I think it would be very helpful for us to offer ourselves to be a laboratory where she could test out ideas, get her thoughts, um, and, and continue to uh, refine her, her vision. And we hit it off right from the get-go. Hmm. Boy, though, that was a great idea. Uh, just to back up for one minute, John, could you just tell our listeners uh, a little bit more about the Viscardi Center, you know, like where you're located and sure. how long 
it's been there. I mean, you're the CEO, but could you tell everyone a little bit more about it? Uh, absolutely, Joyce. Um, I'm really honored to be the fourth president and CEO of the Viscardi Center, which is a 64-year-old organization founded by Dr. Henry Viscardi. And Dr. Viscardi uh, really was a personnel director in the city of New York and uh, had uh, legs that were mal-shaped. He could not walk on them. Uh, and someone made artificial legs for him to be able to stand upright, and with Canadian crutches and the like, he was able to begin walking. And he promised the doctor that he would repay the doctor uh, by helping as many people as possible with disabilities. And so he started an organization called Abilities, which is a subsidiary of ours now, and, uh, and that was in 1952. And in 1962, he started the Henry Viscardi School, and today we have um, 355 employees. We have a, a school that really educates severely disabled, medically fragile children, and we serve 2,000 adults, adolescents and adults with disabilities. And we work with 250 of the world's largest companies um, through a variety of means. So we've got a, a pretty much of a good-going concern here, but built on a tremendous track record of service and listening to our customers, whether it be in disability service or in, in fashion. And that's why I'm so happy to have met Mindy because I grew up with my disability. I had to fit my body and my prostheses into clothing that was off the shelf. It was never easy. And what she is doing to give choice to children with disabilities and their parents is just phenomenal. And I think it's just going to grow and grow and grow. Well, that was actually a question I have for you. Um, you, of course, of all people, have seen stigma or have seen children being bullied, uh, you know, people with disabilities really being relegated, um, and appearance has been part of it. So in your opinion, what is this going to do for an adult or a child, and do you think that could even have an impact on employment? Well, I, I, it's a great question, and absolutely, I think it has a tremendous impact on how people view themselves. If you always feel like your clothes are rumpled and, and wrinkled and ill-fitting, uh, it tends to, you know, to make you feel like you're not equal and that you're not as, as competitive. It's hard to overcome those things, and people do it and have been doing it for years. But the advantage of having nice-looking clothes that are contemporary uh, and to be able to relate well to your peers with and without disabilities is a, a very important uh, part of self-image. So I think it builds confidence, it builds their self-esteem, and I think when employers interact with people with disabilities who are looking nice and looking appropriate, uh, I think they see them as uh, equal, equal to the task, equal to themselves, and not beneath them at all. And we've been fighting that uphill battle for, for as long as I've been living. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. I think it will make, and it does make, a big difference. I do really believe that. So, Mindy, um, I bet you were first surprised that Tommy Hilfiger wanted to do this, right? Um, you, I think the thing that um, surprised me the most was you know, I, I prepared for this meeting for months and, you know, had samples made so they could see the before and after, et cetera. 
And so we get into the meeting with the CEO and, and a bunch of other high-level people at Tommy. And I, I tell you, Joyce, within 10 minutes, they were like, we're in. What do we need to do? And I said, wait, wait, I've prepared for this for months. We need to talk more about it. They're like, no, no, we got it. Let's move forward. So I think I was just, it was just such a nice confirmation that it, they just got it, that they just got it, how important this is. And look how seriously they took that. Mm-hmm. That they had the CEO and Tommy Hilfiger himself at the meeting. You can tell they really were serious about doing this. And by the way, you know, I want to say to all the other businesses and listeners, you know, it's not just, oh, isn't this a nice thing to do? This is a good business decision. Absolutely. This is a great business decision. I mean, let's start with children. Think about how many children there are with disabilities throughout the country that would really benefit by this, not mentioning adults. But, I mean, this is really um, a great business decision. And and when did this start, Mindy? When does this start? We actually had our first meeting um, May 13th. So the fact that we actually went to market in February is extraordinary. And even further to that, we sold out of almost every piece in the first week. Wow. Clearly, clearly speaks to not only the need, but the, the identifiable market that is out there and, as you mentioned before, has spending power. Yeah. And now someone listening to the show right now that's saying, oh, I want to get these clothes and I want to know more about this. How do they, how do they reach you? Uh, they can actually go directly to Tommy.com. And there is um, a section for Runway of Dreams Adaptive Clothing. And it's, it, they did such a beautiful job on the site. It clearly shows the modifications with videos. It identifies, you know, what the modifications, why, you know, they were created, et cetera. And it just really shows the level of commitment that they have given to this and, and the fact that they believe that, you know, adaptive clothing is going to be the wave of the future. Yeah, and you know how else that's going to help them? Right away I'm thinking to myself, oh, I'm going to buy Tommy Hilfiger stuff. You you know, this is how the disability community is. When you hear that there's a company, um, an entertainer, or in this case a fashion designer that's doing something for our community, all of a sudden, all you know, parents that have a child with a disability or people just in the community like me, it'll make a big difference of where people want to shop. I mean, I really think, John, don't you agree with me that this was a, a really great business decision for them? Totally. I totally agree. I, I happen to have the privilege of being in on the meeting where Mindy prepared and presented uh, to Hilfiger, and I've got to say that she was brilliant. She had a beautiful presentation, and, and as Mindy has said, 10 minutes into it, they said, you got us. You know, we, we think this is smart. This is the way we should go. And, and from that point on, they were open to learning and listening and, and recognizing the fact that there are up to 10 million children with disabilities in the United States alone and that they could take this internationally. And then 
you know, they, see, they saw the business opportunity there and acted on it, which was very smart. But as you're saying, Joyce, I think there's this incredible uh, support from the disability community writ large, which says if we know that a company has made a commitment like this, we will do business. We will give our business to a Tommy Hilfiger because of their commitment to people with disabilities. And it was just great. It was magic right from the very moment it started. Okay, you heard it, everyone, when you're shopping, Tommy Hilfiger. And with that, I'm going to get ready to go to break. If you just joined us, we have with us today John Kemp, President and CEO of the Biscardi Center, National Disability Rights Leader, and Mindy Shire, Fashion Designer, Creator of Runway of Dreams, and Mother of Oliver. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back with John and Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. At Highmark, we believe what makes us different makes us better. Our differences broaden our perspectives and foster diverse skills which complement each other, creating a stronger and more vibrant workforce. It's this belief that earned us recognition by the USBLN and the American Association of People with Disabilities as a 2014 Disability Equality Index Best Place to Work. So we'll continue to celebrate diverse individuals because inclusion benefits us all. To find out more, visit Highmark.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at one 866 472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back everyone. What a great show today. We're talking to Mindy Shire, fashion designer and founder of Runway of Dreams and John Kemp, president and CEO 
of the Viscardi Center and friend to all of us. Um, I wanted to ask you, Mindy, getting back to Viscardi, what, what are your plans? How is this going to connect with Runway of Dreams? Well, uh, in many ways, actually. Um, you know, as John mentioned, it's, it's really a, a built-in lab for us. Um, because one very important aspect of Runway Dreams is the authenticity of it. Um, so we will involve the differently able community, uh, professionals, any, you know, caregivers, anybody in, in directly related to this um, in the process of, of the design. So we really um, envision holding focus groups, et cetera, there with his community, but also uh, one of the incredible things that the Viscardi Center does is um, help really get um, the community into the workforce or training them, et cetera. And we feel very strongly at Runway Dreams that having representation, especially on the customer service end, by the differently able community just makes so much sense. So we are in discussions, um, you know, with Tommy and hopefully future brands about really getting that integration um, into um, employing the differently able community in this process. Well, what, what is it you hope then? Your long-term dream. What is your long-term dream from working with Tommy Hilfiger? My, uh, I would say my long-term dream is that the differently able community has adaptive clothing options that meets every socioeconomic background. Because the incredible thing about this community is that it, it really knows no age and it knows no economic background. So our goal at Runway Dreams is to have options that fit everybody's um, budget, um, that allows people to have clothing choices because they deserve that. Um, so that is our goal that we don't intend to ever stop um, until that happens. Well, you know, John, I know that you feel the same way, that you hope the day will come where fashion is universal for customers with disabilities and without. And what I mean by that is that you would go into the store and that you would see in the same display or same rack, you know, just as now you can get petite or, you know, or you can get tall that you would see uh, for people with disabilities, you know, right there, everything included. Um, what do you think? Do you think that day will come? I think the the day has arrived, and it's just a matter of Mindy uh, getting her ideas and her brand out there further. When I when I hear her say that the whole line sold out within the first week it was available, it's a proof point to the concept, and it really reinforces the fact that Tommy made a, a very smart decision, and Mindy made a great decision about starting this line of clothing. And so, for all ages, for all economic uh, levels. I think that the world is is her oyster for going after this this market, and it's really based on a need that we have. I mean, I I swear I have tried to fit my body into <laughs> into the off the shelf clothing for years and had to have things modified and the like. And I I can't tend to like to look nice and dress well and all that. And now I see it coming more of a reality instead of having to have something sewn and modified and all that after the fact, it's, I might be able to buy it and have it adjustable 
on me so that everything fits well. So I just think it's a really smart decision from, from every angle. And then taking it, you know, beyond Tommy even, goodness sakes, you know, take it to all markets, to Absolutely. all ages. That's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just so you know this, speaking of John Kemp, he is always a sharp-dressed man <laughs> at all times. I, I don't think I have ever in my life seen him in any way, shape, or form, even casual, let alone slovenly. I mean, he is... Am I right, Mindy? A hundred percent right. <laughs> well, both of you dress very well, too. Thank you. <laughs> so, John, I, what, this is what I was alluding to before. I would have people that, you know, use a wheelchair or, as you said, you know, they have a prosthetic or um, just a significant disability, and they even had a difficult time getting shoes. So, you know, they would go on an interview and um, they couldn't get the suit or they couldn't get whatever. And number one, that makes you feel nervous on the interview, but it's never good to say to a company, sorry, I'm different, so I can't, you know, dress professionally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I, I know so many people, I'll just say friends who use wheelchairs, and guys especially, always had trouble keeping their shirt tails tucked in. It's just one of those horrible things of just having, having your sh- shirt tail flopping around and, you know, t- from transferring from your chair to, say, the bathroom, your chair to a couch or a chair, you know, things pull and change and all that. That's just so frustrating. I have artificial arms and legs, and with my, with my clamps, my hands, my clamps, it's difficult for me to button shirts. The button system that Mindy has included in her clothing the fastening system is revolutionary, and it's just absolutely fantastic. And I'm, all I can think about is older folks who have difficulty, people who have had strokes, uh, people who have uh, just use of one hand, these kinds of fastening devices, which are just so easy, it's going to become mainstream. I honestly believe it's actually going to become mainstream so that it's not just in the clothing for people with disabilities of all ages. It's going to be in the clothing for all people, period. And I think this is the, this is the way we look at life, that many of the solutions for people with disabilities benefit all people. Think about curb cuts and power doors and all the rest. These are beneficial to the entire society. Well, yeah, I was thinking, even uh, Mindy, I was even thinking... Um, I wonder if she realizes the impact she is having and will have with providing this opportunity for children and adults with disabilities because Mm -hmm. it is, you're going to be making a difference. And you know what? So many kids with disabilities, a big thing of mine is bullying, and so many are brutally bullied. And just this, this opportunity to be dressed, you know, like everyone else, y- you know, it's, gonna, it's going to do good in so many ways, so many different ways. Um, and before we move on, Mindy, I wanted to ask John one other question. John, when you were talking earlier about the Viscardi Center and you were saying about how you have so many children there with significant disabilities, can you explain to our listeners, is this a school... Um, I mean, how would you describe 
Uh, what does it mean if I go to the Viscardi Center? The, the school is part of the Viscardi Center, and the school is a fully accredited New York State uh, school, and school districts refer uh, these children to us, and these are children that they can't serve, are unable to serve uh, well in their own school districts. So New York City sends us about half of our of our students because the children have such significant medical problems that they are not able to be cared for properly at school. The alternative for the, these children is to stay at home and be taught one hour a day of, of home instruction, that's all the state requires, or be in a hospital or, or a rehabilitation setting for one hour a day of educational instruction. Here they come for seven hours. They're, uh, we have kids coming in ambulances, but we have the medical supports, the technological supports, and the human supports around them to allow them to be able to function. We have uh, students, last year one was admitted to uh, Harvard. Uh, we, have, we have 82% of our graduating class uh, last year went on to college. That's a pretty much a, a normal figure for um, each year. So they're getting great educations, and that's the most important thing. And you just can't believe what you see in, in, the, in the parents' eyes and, that, and faces on graduation day. It's maybe one of the most mm. emotional times of my life uh, is to watch this because when these kids were born with their very serious health issues, uh, the parents weren't sure that these children were going to live long enough to go, to go to school and even graduate from school. So it's one of the great... Uh, one of the great experiences of my life is to see this happen. And they would not be able, the school districts themselves are not up to, they don't have the capacity right now to be able to do this. Hopefully in the future, there will be uh, the capacity to keep them in their home districts, and we would like that very much. But until then, there is a need for a Henry Viscardi school. And they, and they want to look snappy, by the way. They want to look real <laughs> sharp. And they want, to, they want to look cool, and they do look as cool as they possibly can. So you have to live in New York then to attend school? Oh, yes. Um, I have to be a resident of New York State. We've had people, many people, uh, parents move from as far away as Oregon to relocate to the New York City area so that their children can come to school here. Yeah, that does not surprise me at all. What's the website, John? The Scardi Center, V-I-S-C-A-R-D-I, center.org or the Henry Viscardi, I'm sorry, henryviscardischool.org. Okay. All right. Well, check that out, everyone. But right now we're going to go to break before we end the show, which I always think, wow, this goes so fast. Um, <laughs> and it, it does go fast. But we'll be back. Listen, this show is archived at Voice America and at BenderConsult.com. So when you go to BenderConsult.com, you will, in the next few days, be able to download this show. And if there's some other person you think, boy, I'd love to tell them about Runway of Dreams, you'll be able to refer them. We'll be right back. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be back to close the show.
the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than three million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. At Highmark, we believe what makes us different makes us better. Our differences broaden our perspectives and foster diverse skills which complement each other, creating a stronger and more vibrant workforce. It's this belief that earned us recognition by the USBLN and the American Association of People with Disabilities as a 2014 Disability Equality Index Best Place to Work. So we'll continue to celebrate diverse individuals because inclusion benefits us all. To find out more, visit Highmark.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Today we had as our guest. Mindy Shire and John Kemp, which I so much appreciate both of you being on the show. You know, what a great show and what great things that you are doing. And, Mindy, um, two things. Number one, what is the website for Runway of Dreams? And number two, what if someone's listening today and they're thinking, boy, how can I get involved or what can I do to make this, you know, known and spread the news? Uh, So how about... First, website, and then what suggestions you have. Sure. So the website is www.runwayofdreams.org. Um, and you can learn, you know, much more about us and, and uh, get a better sense of our, what we are looking to accomplish. Um, and in terms of uh, what your listeners can do, I think, you know, because we're all in this together and it really takes a village to be able to make a change in an industry such as the fashion industry. So truly liking us on Facebook joining the movement on our website, um, allowing for me to, when I go into these meetings with other brands, saying, you know what, I have a humongous uh, uh, demographic 
behind me, supporting Runaway Dreams, needing this to happen. You know, the more establishment that I can make of this enormous demographic, the more progress that we can make with changing an industry. Yeah, and I have another question. You are a not-for-profit, so what if someone wants to make a contribution? Uh, thank you very much. We are a non-for-profit, and you can donate right at runwaydreams.org. So, if you go to your website, there's a place there to donate. Correct. Okay. Well, Mindy, look what you've done. Wow, you've mm-hmm. done so much. It's amazing. Uh, but if you had to say one thing that you consider as your greatest accomplishment, what would that be? I would say in our fit session uh, with the Tommy Hilfiger team, we had, you know, I had probably about 10 different uh, disabled kids and teens trying on the clothing. And I had a little a young man in a wheelchair, and he uh, was about 14 years old, and he looked up at me, and he said, you know that I, I am 14 years old, and this is the first time in my life I've ever been able to dress myself. Wow. And I would say that that is the, the, the greatest words that have ever been said to me. Talk about true independence. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, yeah, I'm sure that did. I'm sure there's no price tag you could put on that None. when that was said to None. you. And, John, how about you? Before we go on to our last question... I can't even think what you're going to say because you have accomplished so much. I don't even know what it could be because it's from here to the moon, everything you've done. But if you had to cite something as your greatest accomplishment, what would it be? Oh, my goodness. Um, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking thinking more about Mindy and and the idea of fashion and what what it instills in young children. I think we're going to have a, a next generation of children who have had the opportunity to have choice and dignity and self-esteem and equality. And I think that is just going to be so empowering to the next generation of, of young people. And the sooner the uh, clothing can be extended to us older folks, the better it will be and, and mm-hmm. the more functional it will be. So I think that's probably in the long run where Mindy is headed. I'm just guessing, but I, but I hope so because I think there are so many people that will benefit from it. The best thing I ever did was <clears throat> marry Sam, my wife. That was the best Aww. thing I ever did in my life. <laughs> and yeah. so I'm, I'm a very, very fortunate person. I have had the privilege <laughs> of meeting you, Joyce, and to know you and to know other great people in the disability rights movement. And I think we're trying to change the world, and this is an example of how one person can change the world. And, and I'm, mm. I'm really proud of Mindy, and I'm proud of you too, Joyce. Well, I would say, first of all, I agree with you. <laughs> it's your greatest accomplishment, getting Sam. That is true. But in addition, <laughs> I would say that just the fact that you were able to raise the hope of being seen as someone that wants to live like everyone else. You know, that dignity, the desire for dignity. 
and the belief that look what I've achieved and look what you can do. I would have to say that is one of your greatest accomplishments because you impacted so many people. Not this, I'm a beggar, I'm the handicapped, I'm the whatever, but look at me, I'm an attorney. I mean, I really think that because you were one of the first people that really had you know, such an impact on so many people. So, see, now I'm answering your questions for you. How do you like no, that? <laughs> wow, thank you. And I did, you know, sometimes we don't think of ourselves very much, and, and it's very nice of you to say that. Very nice. Thank you. So, John, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? Go to Tommy.com and buy, put your orders in, and keep your eyes open for uh, future Lines coming out from Runway of Dreams, and um, I look forward to working with Mindy, and I look forward to working with you and to change the world for the good for people with disabilities, Joyce. Well, you're already doing that, but I think that is a great message. Tommy.com, is that right? Correct, and then in the, the, you can make it very easy in the search function and just type in Runway Dreams, and the full collection will come up. Okay. Uh, Everyone should go there. And you know what else? Everyone should tell other people about this really great thing. You should tell everyone about this because it is going to make such a huge difference. Well, first of all, I hope I am going to see many of you at the AAPD Gala tomorrow night in Washington, D.C. that I refer to as the Academy Awards of the Disability Community. And see why I say that? One of the people there is John Kemp. So there you go. That's just fits uh, what I'm talking about. And I look about. forward to seeing you at, at, the, at the Academy Awards of Disability. Yes, I look forward to seeing you also. Um, so thank you both very much for being uh, with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been an an unbelievable opportunity, and we're very, very grateful. Well, we just need more people to tell people about it, right? Yes, that would be fantastic. The the louder the noise we can make, the more they're going to hear us. Well, you know, we end every show with a quote from someone that we know has impacted so many others, and today the quote is from... Fred Rogers, who said, anyone who does anything to help a child in his life is a hero to me. Fred (laughs) Rogers, better known as Mr. Rogers from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. I'll be talking to you all next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management.